The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. social segments in a moment, YouTube and Twitch. Keep on sending them in if you're in the hashtag chats, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. But before we get back to the chats, Ken, uh, the Debo Samuel news broke while we were uh, about to bring Brad Evans onto the show about 40 minutes ago. So now that we know Debo is going to play, have we seen any movement on the odds board? And like, kind of like, what's your expectation as we head into Sunday? I think you and I are both of the opinion we might, we may not know until ninety minutes before kickoff. Like, we're gonna have like, a, like we're gonna know like who we we know who's in the game. We think the weather is gonna be stable. Like, what market do you think we'll be looking at come like Sunday morning when uh, when we're back for countdown to kickoff? Yeah, just to give people an update of even where we where we went to right when that was announced. Um, I would say you saw a small amount of interest in the Niners and a small amount of interest in the over which is also what you saw when he was kind of rumored to be playing. Uh, what I mean by that is when he got a limited practice in earlier this week and was on track to play, you saw the same thing happen. Um, so we are we are much more seven and a half than we are seven. Um, if you're just kind of looking at the market right now, we're still in between the two numbers. Neither is minus 110, but I would say the more reasonably priced numbers are the seven and a halfs. And there actually is a seven and a half 110 right now uh, at a place in Vegas. So that's kind of what happened, like a little bit more movement on the Niners. I, I mean, I think what this means, because look, like what other what other domino is left to fall? There, there isn't one, and there shouldn't be really unexpected injury news coming into this game. Uh, and if that's the case, then this is, I think, the hand that we're going to be dealt that we have to play uh, in terms of betting this game. So I think this is what it is. Uh, the total got bet up a little bit. More of the fifty-one and a halfs became fifty-twos. Is all that happened? There are still fifty-one and a halfs on the board. These are almost like borderline cosmetic changes. Like they don't, they probably don't really affect that you love something in the game or not. Um, 
but like kind of interesting. And I'll be like, I'll just speak for myself. Uh, I, I was interested in like what I would call like a bottom of the barrel price on the Niners. Debo misses, Purdy played bad last week. Look at the splits with him off the field, goes off six or goes off six and a half. And okay, yeah, like I might bet San Francisco at a sub touchdown number. I think they still have a lot of advantages in the game. That is not what this market has turned into at all because Debo is playing. And so like whatever liking of San Francisco I had Monday, thinking I was going to be able to get a good price and like a buy low, this is not even close to a buy low. This is bullishness. This is expectation they're going to run it up here in this game. So um, definitely the market not reacting basically at all to what Purdy did last week. That is not shown through. He, They are seven and a half point favorite. They have a really high team total. His number in the market for passing yards is really high. So there is no contrarianism here. Like you can bet the Niners and you can bet Purdy over. You can bet all that stuff. But it's like you're betting into a, a price that's like they're expected to be awesome. That's the expectation. Um, so I think for me, it like kills what I thought might be an okay angle in the game and kind of puts me in like not no man's land, but just like very skittish to, to get involved with this game would be much happier to bet the Chiefs in the other game. Uh, so let's see what we have. Um, San Francisco, yeah, it's basically like to Ken's point. Like the 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 team total for San Francisco was twenty nine and a half. Still twenty nine and a half. Juice remains the same. Also at BetMGM, San Francisco expected expected to score a ton of points and obviously play really well in the game. All right. We'll be back on Countdown to Kickoff Sunday morning, 11 a.m. I'll be on WFAN Sunday morning at 8.30, and we'll give you all our finalized bets and thoughts for Championship Sunday in the National Football League. End of the show, all our bets coming up for tonight's slate, where I think uh, I think we'll both have like a good amount of action tonight in the association. Look forward to that. Hockey has been railroading me for weeks now. I, I think I may <laughs> just be like, I, I can't, dude. I looked, I saw a price. We talked about it before the show. I just... And when you're when you're just not confident, I mean, I guess like I, I guess I played against the Jets twice and won both. The total last night was terrible, but like I like I've been fine. Could have but the I still I don't. Yeah, I, like me. So they're about to get wiped off the face of the earth in the Eastern Conference. It feels like, which is really bad. If I make the playoffs, I win so much money. I don't think they're going to make it. I think I think Pittsburgh or Detroit's going to make it instead, which is really sad. Uh, I. I'm not confident enough to like look at a side and I don't know hockey well enough to be like, I think that's a great bet for night and like really feel that confidently. Like I like like to bet it's fun, whatever. I still am not in like, I look at the price. It's like, yes, this is a good bet. And I just, there's a game. So like, I just uh, like, how is Colorado not way bigger as a favorite with how the Kings have played Reese? I just don't. Colorado's got injuries. Who cares? Um, I don't know this, and it's one of those things where I go like, I'm probably dumb here. Like, I'm I gotta be the idiot. Like, Kings two one in overtime, like incoming here. So I'm kind of with you on that. Just even though it's going okay, I still don't look and I'm like, I got this. Like, I don't have any. I got this with hockey. It's like, I hope so. <laughs> like, it'd be it'd be nice. It's more of that than that. I, I have the supreme confidence. I have a quarter downstairs. And I'm not talking about like marijuana. I have a quarter downstairs, like a, a coin. Um, maybe I'll bring it upstairs and I will flip the coin and we'll do flipping coins with the Z. And uh, and maybe that'll determine a hockey bet for me tonight. Because I, I can't pick a winner to save my life. So maybe the coin can pick a winner for me. I suck okay. on the ice right now. All right. But before we get to the bets for tonight, our pal Alex Fasano is back with us to uh, to read the YouTube and the Twitch bets. Uh, Jake, just because we like it, play the uh, the terrible introduction music, please. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay! Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the DJN Corner. Uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter just tweeted, 
that uh, the Panthers have told uh, special teams coach and their interim coach after they fired Frank Reich, Chris Tabor, that he will not be retained on the staff for, with Dave Canales and he can seek employment elsewhere. And whenever I think of Chris Tabor's time in Carolina, I will think of the press conference he gave prior to the Week 18 game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which they lost nine nothing. They got shut out. When he literally said, "Yeah, we're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna rest anyone. All the starters are gonna play." <laughs> so you, was honestly, <laughs> like, is it is that the stupidest thing any coach has ever said? Like, duh, like you're you're the worst team in the league. Of course, you're resting your starters. It's not the smartest what? thing. Not the smartest thing anybody's ever said. And uh, I, just, I don't know if this is going to get reported, but uh, I was told that right before David Tepper fired him, he threw a drink in his face. Poor Chris <laughs> Tabor. Uh, Alex, what, what's up next here in the YouTube and the Twitch chats? Let's get back to the Twitch chat. How about an Aussie Open bet for you guys? A little breakup in the action. At Jburb 17 Yannick Sinner, minus four and a half games. Mm. Minus four and a half games. Why? Sinner has only lost one set the entire tournament. That was to Djokovic. He's rolling, and I don't think it stops on Sunday. Sinner covers four and a half and wins the Australian Open. Hashtag 420 Smokers Lounge. Hashtag Ken is God. Ken is God. I like that. Yeah. Alex, just put that at the end of all of them from now on. That sounds really good. Uh, I was I, We talked about this match off the air, so I, I haven't followed the Australian Open almost at all short of like checking the scores when I wake up in the morning or sometimes there's this really bizarre occurrence like my son will wake us up at uh like 6 30 6 15 and I'll 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 open it up I'll be like we're live in the fifth set at like the night session at 6 30 in the morning like had this happen this morning right because uh Medvedev and Zverev went went five sets and took forever to play their semifinal. so I haven't watched a lot of the matches but I was talking to a friend of mine who like follows tennis really closely loves tennis and he had he loved Sinner in this tournament, like like months ago. Was telling me about Yannick Sinner to win this tournament, and I was like, "Well, what's the market for the final?" And he goes like Sinner minus whatever two eighty or two sixty or whatever it is, and uh, like was what it opened, and like obviously four and a half games, like pretty big favorite. And I I go like, well, "What are you gonna do? Are you gonna just like your big favorite ride that ticket? Like you feel good? Like you're, you're I mean you're in minus two seventy five at BetMGM. Like you got whatever eight to one, seven to one, whatever it was a couple months ago." And he goes. No, like I have to hedge on Medvedev. Like I have, like I have to. And this guy yeah, follows tennis pretty close. I go, well, why? Why do you? Like, I, I don't know anything. And he goes, this is Center's first ever Grand Slam final, and there's kind of like a belief that uh, I, I kind of like quarterbacks in playoff games. We do this all the time. Like you, you have a great regular season. Your first playoff is just different. First playoff game is just not the same, and you struggle and you play worse. First Grand Slam final is kind of like a a believed. Thing, like among people like the follow tennis that's just you're not going to give your bet it's just different it's just different and it's not only a center never won a grand slam he's never been in a final before medvedev won the u.s open like he's been in the spot before and he's 220 so i just i sinner has been but just talking to people i know that have watched sinner has been the best player in the tournament like that's why he's the favorite that's why he beat Djokovic. like he has been the best player but is this going to be a little sketchy? Is this going to be a little nervy for him in this situation? I don't. I think it's okay to think that. I think it's okay to be skeptical. So um, I wouldn't lay the four and a half games. Also, Jay Burb has probably watched more tennis than I have in this tournament and would be more well suited to like give out a bet. Just I thought that was like a really interesting angle. Uh, not. It's kind of Ravens Chiefs. Like if you follow the tournament, Sinner should be four and a half. 
But is there something unique to this match specifically, like Mahomes being good in the playoffs, that's like, well, actually, it's going to go a little different because the final's different. Um, so I can probably have fun way to think about it. Um, is Nadal playing? No, right? Federer? He's retired? No. Yeah, Federer's way Great. retired. Yeah. Great. Uh, give me Medvedev. Whatever. Uh, thanks to Jay Burb. I have nothing to offer. Uh, Jay Burb, 17. We appreciate you, my friend. Uh, and Ken is the best. I don't know about God. Sacrilegious. But Ken is awesome. I'm a deity. Also a God. <laughs> All right, Alex, what do we got coming up next year? Thank you to JBurb17. All right, let's jump back to the YouTube chat. Our guy, Rick Orton, you know, Kyle's brother. Uh, he's taken unders on David Montgomery. Why? Because the chances are the Lions will not be in run mode. And if they are, Gibbs is the best option. So under 10.5 carries, under 1.5 receptions, under 42.5 rushing yards. Uh, so, the way that I'm choosing to play the Lions running backs, it, it's not that I want to, like, fade David Montgomery. Because, like, uh, like, I'm betting the Lions to win the game. And if I think the Lions are going to win the game, then they're going to be, like, up in the game at points. And when they're up in the game, they're probably going to try and salt it away with David Montgomery. So, look, I think it all depends on kind of, like, the game state that you think this is going to be. So, to Rick Orton, like, my advice would be this. Like, if you like San Francisco in the game, which is a totally reasonable thing, they're a touchdown favorite. Maybe seven and a half by the time we can reach some, whatever. Um, if you like San Francisco in the game, then yeah, like, I think David Montgomery over unders are really solid. Like, Montgomery profiles as, like, like, like the between the tackles grinder. Like, man, he's going to get the ball down by the goal line. That's been his thing all season. Except in the fourth, fourth uh, and fourth and goal last week when Craig Reynolds, of all people, scored a touchdown for the Detroit Lions and screwed up a lot of people's bets. But if you like San Francisco in the game, then yeah, like, I think David Montgomery unders make a lot of sense. But if you're like me, and you think the Lions are live to win this game, then uh, then no, like, I don't think you can play these Montgomery unders. So Rick, if you like San Francisco, I think the Montgomery unders make a lot of sense. And Gibbs overs actually, to me, make more sense than Montgomery unders. But I think it kind of depends on what your handicap of the game is. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I'm playing around with something right now. Just like curious. Little, uh, little SGP situation. Little sitch. So, Niners to cover the seven and a half, Gibbs over, and Montgomery under. So, like, the type of, like, you're saying if you like the Niners, whatever, like, about five to one Ooh. to play out that way. So, maybe maybe it's, like, if you like the Niners, you play it that way. And if you like the Lions, if you like the Lions, maybe it's, like, Lions seven and a half, like, Montgomery anytime touchdown, like, something like that where they're, like, using them a bunch and they have red zone possessions. Maybe, like, that's more what it is. It's not. It wouldn't be fading Gibbs because the Lions would be competitive in the game. He'd probably play pretty well. But it, this the, the Niners' way probably profiles more is, like, you throw a couple legs in and maybe that's how you choose to play it instead. Yeah, I, th I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Alex, do we have time to squeeze one more in here? Yeah, let's get one more in from the YouTube chat. Our guy, Ryan Booth, taking George Kittle ladders. Lions can't stop tight ends. He thinks Purdy bounces back in good weather, and Debo isn't 100%, but now we know he's in the game, and Kittle is awesome. I mean, he's good. John, John Wilkes, great-grandson. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to think if there's another one. <laughs> I don't think so, right? It's like Phone's grandson, right? <laughs> well, who is, um, who is Calvin Booth? Was an NBA player, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's the GM of the Nuggets, Calvin Booth. Oh, that's why I know that name so much. I was like, he definitely was a former player. Wait, he's, like, he's done a pretty good job. <laughs> it's like, it's like... Is he the one that drafted Jokic? 
during the Taco uh, Bell commercial. See. Who drafted Nikola Jokic? Let's see. If it's Calvin Booth, then like that's who this guy should be claiming. Uh, it, it, it doesn't say, of course, because why? Why? Would <laughs> who drafted Nikola Jokic? Are you looking <laughs> for? No, I'm looking for that question. That's actually exactly well, what I'm looking well, for. Well, the, well, the answer that that Google spit out is uh, the Denver Nuggets, which is not incorrect. Oh, to be well, that's, fair. that's true. Who drafted Nikola Jokic? Be like, oh, well, I'm going to get around this. Denver. Yeah. All right. So, for, so to Ryan Booth, we'll talk about George Kittle coming up next on the other side and we'll get to the rest of the submissions here so if you gave us a bet on youtube and twitch like we are going to get through all of them we will hit yeah. all of them on the show today no one will be left out unless we get like a billion of them so keep on sending them in youtube and twitch so we will start with ryan booth on the on george kittle receiving yards and then we'll get to the rest of the bets coming up for this weekend youtube and twitch with nick and ken here on a friday <laughs> 